Well, before we start worship, I just want you to reflect. The word says, meditate on the Lord. Let's meditate on how good he's been to us this week. Come on, Father, we worship you in this place. We lift up the name of Jesus Christ. You are Lord. You are Lord. We profess, we proclaim that you are Lord of our lives. Come on, have your way, Holy Spirit, today. Come on, we invite you, God. Come in power, come in, come in your wonders, God, Father, come in signs, wonders, and miracles, God. Hallelujah. How many of you guys ready to worship the Lord? How many of you ready to worship the Lord? Amen, amen. If we can get the slides up, the first song is Deep Cries Out. One, two, three, four. Sing it out with me, now I've got And I've got a river of living water A fountain that never will run dry And it's an open heaven It's your releasing And we will never be denied Oh, cause we're stirring up Cause we're stirring up deep, deep wells We're stirring up deep, deep waters We're gonna dance in the river Dance in the river Come on, sing out Cause we're stirring up deep, deep wells We're stirring up deep, deep waters We're gonna jump in the river Jump in Come on, sing deep cries Deep cries out to deep cries out to Deep cries out to deep cries out to we cry out to we cry out to you Jesus come on deep cries deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to we cry out to we cry out to you Jesus back to when I've got and I've got the red who's here singing It's an open heaven, it's your releasing, and we will never be denied. Come straight up. We're staring up deep, deep, come straight up. We're gonna, wanna dance. We're dancing the rain, cause we're staring up deep, deep wells. Come on. Jumping up deep, deep waters. We're gonna jump, jump it out. Oh, yeah. we sing out deep cries. And deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to. We cry out to, we cry out to you, Jesus. Deep cries and deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to. We cry out to, we Come on, just the voices. Let me hear you sing deep cries. Oh, and deep cries out. Let me hear. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to you, Jesus. Sing deep cries. 
and deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cry out to deep cries out to deep cry out to deep cry out to deep cry out to deep hands. Y'all ready to move it? Let's go. We're gonna go to the left. And if he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna jump, 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 jump in the river. Jump, 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 everybody. If he goes to the left, if we go to the left. If he goes to the right, if we go to the right. We're gonna dance, 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 dance in the river. Dance, dance. Dance, dance, everybody. If he goes to the left, if we go to the left, if he goes to the right, if we go to the right, we're gonna jump, 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 jump in the river. Jump, 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 everybody. If he goes to the left, if we go to the left, if he goes to the right, if we go to the right, we're gonna shout, 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 sing deep cries, deep cries out to deep cries out to. Deep cries out to deep cries out to we cry out to we cry out to you Jesus. One last time, sing it out. And deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to we cry out to we cry out to you Jesus. Pull it up a shout of praise the Lord. We worship you, God. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Come on, give him a shout of praise. Deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to deep cries out to we cry out to we cry out to you, Jesus. In deep cries, deep cries out. to the worship. I'm just going to have you close your eyes and just focus on the Lord. Meditate on the Lord in this place. You know, I just got this picture right now in my head that as we sang this song, as we go deep cries out, we're saying deep cries out to deep cries out. I just saw, I just saw some of you and the Lord just coming to you. And you're a child and so many times when we're children, we're young, we don't care for how clean we look, and we'll go, and we'll play in the mud, and we'll just run around not even caring, and we'll become so filthy, and I just saw the Father after a day where we just become filthy, just filthy in the world, just filthy with things that have happened to us, just in our attitudes, just in our and the things that have happened, people have frustrated us and we become angered. We've allowed bitterness into our hearts. We've allowed things to come before God. And I just see how we come before God in these times of worship. And I see the Father just come and reaching his hand out. And some of us were stuck in the mud and we're, and we're there. And, and God's coming up to us and he's sticking his hand into the mud. And he's reaching out and he's pulling us out. 
think about it right now. How deep did God have to reach to pull you out? How deep did God have to reach to pull you out of your sin, to put around you all that lifestyle? Come on, that he would reach down there into the filth, and he grabbed onto your hand, and he pulled you out. And he says, you're my son. You're my daughter. get that today. He's still reaching out to you today. Come on, by the power of His Spirit, He's reaching out to you today, right now. Come on, He's reaching out. He's saying, I'm still reaching towards you. I'm still coming at you. You're still my son. You're still my daughter. You may be dirty, but you come to me. I'll give you new clothes. I'll give you new robes. I'll make everything new to you. I'll clean you up. God right now. He's the God of second chances. He's the God that forgives you. Come on. There's no condemnation today. Come on, if that's you today and you just felt like you have been dirty, if there's sin in your life, if there's some unconfessed sin, if there's things that are holding you back from the Father, He's reaching out His hands today to you. Come on, I want you to lift your hands as a sign of surrender. As a sign of saying, God, I'm giving it to you. Got my attitudes, my frustrations into the day. God, the things that have let me down. God, I'm running towards you. You're the only thing that matters today for you and my family. Come on. Some of you need to intercede for your family today. Come on. We cry out to you, Jesus. And we reach out to a great father. We reach out to dad. Bless the Lord. We reach out to you. Oh, come on. We reach out to you. As deep cries out to you. In you, Jesus. And deep cries out to Deep cries out to Deep cries out to Deep cries out to We cry out Cry out to you, Jesus. Deep cries out, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to. We cry out to, we cry out to you, doesn't matter the sin, doesn't matter how far you were from God. God says he wants to encounter you today. It's a reason why we meet. Sometimes in life when we come here, we get so busy, we're just so distracted, and it has to come to a point where we're deliberate, where we come and say, God, I need you. Come on, and it's in these services right now where you reconnect that flame. Come on. That you, you reach reignite the passion. Come on. Come on. No one's going to force you today. It's just you and the Lord and saying, God, man, I need you today in my life. Oh, I need you more than I did yesterday. I have a hunger. I have a thirst.
for you, O oh Lord. I have a hunger for Jesus Christ, to see Jesus Christ magnified, to see Jesus Christ lifted up in my family, to see Jesus Christ lifted up in my work, I want to see Jesus Christ lifted up in my school. I want to see Jesus Christ lifted up on the street corners. Come on, we praise you, Lord. It's all yours, Jesus. It all belongs to you. Come on, we sing it out today. We lift up our voice. We lift up our voice to you, Jesus. closeness and a nearness that we want with you, Lord. Father, we repent for being so busy, God. We repent for being so busy, God. And all the things that we'd had to do, whether family, whether work, maybe good things, but God, they don't come before you. They don't take your place in my life.
Picture yourself before the throne of God right now. I want you to picture yourself right before him because that's the access that you and I have because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. We can come before the Father. We can be in his presence. We can ask anything that we want because we are his children. Whatever you came here with that's on your heart, just give it to him right now. Just let it go. 
because nothing else matters when you're near him. Nothing else matters when you're with him. He has the answer to everything. He has the solution. He has the way out. He is God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows your situation. He knows the inside from the out. Just give it to him right now. God, we give you all of our worries right now. We give you our fears. We give you our anxieties, dear God. We give you, dear God, our financial burdens. Dear God, we give you your fears of our children, dear God, of our family members, dear God. We give you the burdens on our shoulders right now. We cast our anxiety on you because you care for us. Come on, come on, pray in the spirit right now. Come on, there's a freedom that happens. There's something that breaks when you pray in the spirit. Hallelujah, Senor. Holy Spirit, come. Come on, we come to encounter you. We come to meet with you. We don't come for another service. We come to be with you, dear God. We come to hear your voice. We come to dance in your presence. We come to sing with you, dear God. Holy Spirit, take over. In Jesus' name, we welcome you here. We welcome you into our lives. Hear our cries tonight as we pray, dear God. I pray that you would hear us as we intercede, dear God, as we stand in the gap. I pray, dear God, that we would move mountains today in Jesus' name with the power and the authority that you've given us as believers, Lord. Be with us, Holy Spirit. Be glorified. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said... Amen. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Give him some glory in this place. Hallelujah. Greet your neighbor right now. Welcome to Encounter Night. Amen. Welcome to Encounter Night every Wednesday here at 7 p.m. You guys are welcome here. I'm so excited to see your faces. This is a prayer meeting. This is where we come and we praise God and then we just get to the word and we get ready to pray. Um, every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m., we have our main services, which you're all welcome to go to. And during this time, as we pray, we have Royal Rangers and Impact that's going on in the back. Give it up for them. Every Friday at 7.30 p.m., we have our Elevate Youth Service. Amen. And here at Metro Praise, our vision is to love God and to love people. Amen. The way that we're going to do that is we're going to connect you to Jesus Christ. We're going to mentor you and we're going to send you out to tell the world about Jesus Christ. If you're excited about this, give God some praise. This is the most important thing. This is what makes us who we are. We're not about just meeting together. We're about raising up disciples here in the city of Chicago. And by doing so, we're going to reach 100,000 souls here in Chicago with 50 churches here and 500 around the world. God is good and it's going to happen in Jesus' name. And here we also believe in 10% of your total income goes to the Lord. It's already his. That belongs to God. 
Anything that you give after that is your offering. So right now we're challenging every believer, every disciple to give $50 towards the building fund and $25 goes to missions. And when you give out of the abundance of your heart, out of the cheerfulness of your heart, God is going to bless you. God is going to reward you. So remain faithful in that. Amen. Before we get into the word, we're going to pray for this offering and we're just going to have fun with the Holy Ghost today. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this night. We thank you that you've brought our brothers and sisters here into this place, dear God, to just talk to you, to meet with you, to fellowship. And I just ask for every person that has it on their heart to give today. Lord, I pray that, that you would bless their gift, that you would bless their obedience to you, dear God, and that you would reward them, Lord, in their finances at home. I pray, dear God, for, Lord, financial problems and burdens that are going on, dear God. Debt, whatever it is, that it would be broken in the name of Jesus that your children in this place would be blessed to be a blessing, dear God, and that you would receive glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you guys have it on your heart to give after the service or during the service, you know, after, not during, you can go give it in the drop boxes we have in the back. We have one by the cafe and one right here in the sanctuary. So give God some praise for that because we are doing some amazing things with the gifts that you guys are offering all around this world. Amen. You want to stay up there? Yeah, okay. Amen. I want you guys to turn your Bibles to Matthew 5. The title of today's message is called Hunger and Thirst for Righteousness. Everybody say hunger and thirst for righteousness. Amen. God has placed this, this word on my heart just because I know that in our walk with God, there can be some time where, where we can just get so comfortable and so satisfied with where we are that we can forget to just continuously hunger and thirst after God and his righteousness. God, our Father, wants us to be in this place where we are completely dependent upon him. How many of you guys have children in this place? Come on, your children come to you for everything, right? Sometimes you're like, ah, you know, I, I know I'm a nanny, so I, kids are coming to me all the time asking, can I have this, can I have that? But see, they're so dependent on you, and it's, it's sweet when you think about it, how much they really need you. You know, from the moment they wake up, they have to be with mommy, they have to be with daddy. And, and this is how God wants us to be. From the moment that we wake up, we have to be with daddy. We have to be with our father. Isn't that beautiful? He wants us to, to have this complete de dependence on him. In our, on our good days and even on our bad days. It glorifies him when we cry out to him. And we're able to see his mighty hand move in our circumstances. One of the scriptures that, that has always touched my heart since I gave my life to the Lord um, was in 2 Corinthians 12.7. You guys can turn there. 2 Corinthians 12.7. This is Paul speaking. He says, to keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassingly great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and in insults and in hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Isn't that powerful? That can apply in all circumstances. Whatever Paul was going through here in this situation, he cried out to God three times. And God said, I got it. My grace is enough for you. And that's how it is in all situations, in all circumstances. We need to know that God has, has our back, that God isn't out to get us. He's not out to, you know, make us look like a fool. He doesn't want to humiliate us, but he wants the best for us, no matter what situation. So today we're talking about being blessed as we hunger and thirst for righteousness. So we're going to read the Beatitudes right now, and, and then we're going to get to Matthew 5, 6. So if we start in Matthew 5, 1. If you can put it up there for us, Ali. Matthew 5, 1. It says, Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and began, and, be, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Amen? The first thing that we see here is Jesus was talking to his disciples. If you read in verse 1, it says, Now when he saw the crowds, he went up to the mountainside and sat down. There was crowds around him, but who was he talking to? Who was he teaching? His disciples, right? A few weeks ago, we learned what a disciple was, a student, someone who learns, someone who receives from their teacher. Jesus was talking to his disciples, and he, these were the people who were meant to carry out these teachings. Amen? So there was people who are listening. There's people around you who come to church, who come around you, and they listen to the teachings. But who are the ones who are meant to carry it out? Who are the ones who are meant to live it out on a day-to-day -day basis? It's you, the disciples. Right? The second thing that we notice is that Jesus' blessings don't really sound like the blessings that we consider in this world. We don't consider it a blessing to be poor in spirit. We don't consider it a blessing to mourn, to be in pain. We don't consider it a, a blessing when we hunger and thirst after something. We need it. We have to have it. We don't. When we're persecuted, really, Jesus, yes, he says you're blessed when you are in these situations. The third thing, the blessings Jesus speaks about are kingdom-minded. They're God-centered. Amen? See, we have it totally reversed. We think that we're blessed when we have it all together, when we have all our finances taken care of, when we have, you know, the perfect car and, and the right gadgets here and there, when we have all our relationships in order. But that's not the case. You're blessed when you're right in your relationship with God and he's taking care of you. Today I want to focus on Matthew 5, 6. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. We must hunger and thirst after righteousness. As a believer, we must remain in the state at all times. No matter if you've been saved a few months, you've been saved a few years, a decade, 
two decades, we must remain hungry and thirsty after God. And this is what I want to focus on today. We must remain hungry and thirsty after God, being in his presence, hearing his voice. Amen? We must remain hungry. As you hunger and thirst on a day-to-day basis for your physical needs, for your food, you know, your coffee, whatever it is that you like to have in the mornings, we hunger and thirst after these things, and we have to have them. If not, our whole day is thrown off, right? It's the same way that your spirit longs and yearns for spiritual food. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. See, first he says, blessed are those who thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. You will be satisfied. And then in Matthew 6, 33, it says, if you seek his kingdom and his righteousness, all things will be added unto you. There's something that happens when we go after his righteousness, when we go after who he is. There's something that happens within us. Our God takes care of us. Everything is added unto us. All our worries, all our concerns, all our needs are met. Amen? When we put anything else in that place, when we hunger and thirst after other things, they will all let us down. When we hunger and thirst after money, it's going to let us down. You hunger and thirst after a position, a title, it's going to let you down. It's going to fade away. Sooner or later, the iPod is going to break. Sooner or later, the phone is going to break. I mean, not the phone. The car is going to break down. It's going to let you down. That thing that satisfied you temporarily is going to let you down. God is the one, the only one that can fill you up in this lifetime and the lifetime to come. Amen? Second Corinthians 4.18 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I'm going to say that one more time. So we, 2 Corinthians 4.18, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is is eternal the things of God are going to last a lifetime the things in this world let me tell you something are going to pass away our relationships with people see sometimes we yearn and long for relationships they're not gonna last forever people come and they go in and out of your life and the sad part of life is yes that one day someone is going to die they're not going to be there forever And we put our hope and our trust and we hunger after these relationships that are going to be only temporarily. And at the end of the day, when that person, when that material possession lets you down, you're still left as empty as you were before. And the only one that's going to fill you up, the only one that's going to satisfy you is who? Is God Almighty. Amen? John 2, 1 John 2, 17 says, the world and its desires will pass away but the man who does the will of God will live forever. This world, everything, it's going to burn up. It's it's not even going to matter. It's not going to matter who you were in this world, how much money you made. It's not going to matter, you know, what kind of car you drove. What's going to matter is did you do the will of God, did you seek after his righteousness? The third thing I want to point out about this is we need to seek his righteousness his righteousness, and not our own. 
Luke 18, 9 through 14, if we can all turn there. Luke 8, 18, 9 through 14. The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. It says, to some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like the other men, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance, and he would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. There can be a point in your walk with God where you, have, you think you've gotten to the certain point, and you're so good, and you're so righteous, and you know what? Maybe even the devil will come and tell you, you could, you could have done this all on your own. God didn't do this. You could have gotten yourself out of drugs. You could have put yourself through school. You made yourself into this good person. The devil is a liar. The righteousness that brought you up into this point is the same righteousness of God that's going to keep you going. Amen? The righteousness belongs to God, and we need to seek and thirst after his own righteousness, his goodness, his right way of doing things, and not our own. In Isaiah 64, 6 says, our righteous acts are like filthy rags. No matter how good you and I think we are, how, how good we think we, we do things and, and we're good to the poor, we're good to our neighbors and we do all things, they're filthy rags compared to the Lord. Amen? We have all our sin pointing against us that not one of our righteous acts can do anything for us, which is why we need the righteousness of God to cover us. We're blessed when we hunger after righteousness. Amen? We thirst and hunger. And one of the things that that we need to do is always remain in this state of mind. No matter how much of God we've received, no matter how much we've seen and experienced in a church service, we need to hunger and thirst after him continually. We can't hunger and thirst after the things of yesterday, continually feeding off of yesterday's experiences with God. We need to feed off of today's experience. Eat the bread of life today. Drink of the living waters today because you will be one sad Christian living if you continue on yesterday's righteousness, after yesterday's food. You understand that? You're blessed when you find yourself in a situation, you're just so spiritually hungry because there's some people that come in and out of church and say, I don't feel it anymore. When you and your heart say, I just have to have more of God. I have to see his face. I have to hear his voice. I have to receive a word. You're blessed because you're hungering and thirsting after God. If you're in a place today where you do not hunger and thirst anymore, it's a curse. The devil is trying to bind you up. The devil is trying to make you just stagnant. Do you understand that? He wants you to just, just be satisfied with, with the things that are going on in your life. You're, you're good because you're going to church. You're good because, you, you know, you got a good job now. Be satisfied with that, but God is saying, no. You're blessed when you hunger and thirst after my righteousness, and this is continual. Berto and I, I would like to say that we hunger and thirst for God's righteousness, amen? And I remember, you know, during SUM, you know, you hit hard times when you're in, in Bible college. And I remember us 
struggling with money, finances, you know, making it from paycheck to paycheck, paying your bills, having enough to, to uh, have gas for the next two weeks, and that's it. And, you know, poor little old me having a pity party because uh, one day we didn't have enough money for food, and, we, we, you know, we got down to the last bag of beans. <laughs> Somebody gave us beans. So, you know, we got down to the last bit of food. Was, were we blessed at that time? Were we still blessed even though we didn't have much to eat? Yes, as we continued doing the will of God, as we continued hungering and thirsting after God's righteousness, we're still blessed because our blessing is not determined by our circumstances. It's, it's determined by our relationship with God. Just a few weeks ago, Berto and I lost a great apartment, that great opportunity, you know, two minutes away from his job. Why? Because the landlord wouldn't let us have life groups in, in, in the apartment. Were we still blessed, even though we only had two weeks to find a new apartment? Yes, we're still blessed because as we seek after his righteousness, as, as, we, as we stay in the will of God, he's going to take care of us. He's going to fill our need. He's going to satisfy what we need. There's people right now, you know, let's say somewhere in Pakistan, somewhere in the Middle East who are being persecuted, who are being, losing their homes, losing their jobs because they're serving God, but as they continue to thirst and hunger after God and being filled, they are still blessed. We are not blessed because of our circumstances, because of the things going on around. We're blessed because of our relationship with God. If in this place today you can, you can say, man, I'm losing it, I feel like I don't even care if I'm in God's presence anymore, then you need to ask God to show you what is taking the place of him because if you're not hungering and thirsting after him there's something else that you're hungering after and that something is going to let you down whether it's a relationship whether it's the lack of relationship whether it's your money your finances something is taking the place of that and today I want you to ask God to show you what that is and if you're in a place where you're saying I just want more of God I want you to seek after God like never before I want you to go after him because here in Encounter Night, you're going to encounter him. You're going to receive him. You're going to receive words because that's what God set this place up to be. Amen? So right now, I want to open up the altars for you to come up here, and I want you to just seek after God and just lay it all before. Ellie, if you can play some music in the back. I want you to come up to these altars right now, and I want you to lay it all before God and ask him, God, if there's anything that I've placed in my heart before you, if I'm hungering and thirsting after anything else in this world other than you, then show it to me because I don't want it. Amen? Lord, we thank you for this time, and I just pray in Jesus' name that, that you would be number one in our hearts, dear God. I pray, Lord, that if we have placed other idols before you, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would uproot those things and that we would just, Lord, toss them to the side and allow you to reign in our hearts. In Jesus' name.